0: We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant prepare as He so leads. And now, your host, Richard Case.
1: Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are. Uh... End times Friday uh, in April already. Uh, We're taping ahead of time. And there's lots of stuff going on in the world, by the way, uh, that Mm -hmm. uh, we talk about uh, finding truth in a world of chaos.
2: (laughs) There's plenty of chaos to be found Mm -hmm. right now.
1: (laughs) It's chaotic. Um, It's just, you know, it's to me, it's uh, because I understand the nature of the world. Mm -hmm. uh, Nothing surprises me. Right. Uh, It's like, you know. Uh, yeah, I could, I could, I could understand, that, you know, how nutty this is. But the world, right. the world is getting nutty.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: you know, we we have the, uh, you know, culturally, which again, you and I, you know, even five years ago, with our kids, we would have never imagined, right, that the world is dealing with the issue of of identity, right. Uh, transgender between, between a man and a girl, man and a woman that, you know, it's we're binary. You're either a male or a female. <laughs> uh, so right now, um, and again, this will air after this is uh, maybe even even settled, but the Supreme Court justice uh, is being uh, interviewed by the Senate. Uh, what they do is they ask her questions and they, they have hearings. And then after the hearings are over, uh, they vote.
2: Right. This is being she's being placed for potential appointment. Right. Is that what we're talking about?
1: She's filling. She is up for filling the vacancy.
2: Right. Right.
1: So um, if she gets approved by the Senate, the Senate has to approve it. Okay. uh, By a fifty-one forty-nine vote. Okay. Um, And again, it's close because there are a number of Republicans and Democrats. are uh, are very even actually, and uh, Harris, who's the vice president, Democratic, can swing the boat. So it's it, okay. it isn't it isn't for sure yet, just because of how things line up and right. Uh, anyway, they're pro- but but and I'm not even I'm not even trying to propose one way or the other, but I I do I do see this funny the stuff,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and
1: so she she's at her hearing yesterday, okay, and. She's asked, "How do you define a woman?" Mm. And her answer was, "I can't. You can't define a woman." And so it was like, uh, "I I think you probably can. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that complicated. I think." Right. But she says you can't. I, okay, now uh, next question, other questions. You know, what's your position on abortion?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She's very pro-abortion, right? Uh, which in my my not view,
2: a surprise. There, we expected in to see that.
1: Uh, and again, I I don't. I'm not talking about politically at all. And even when I deal with people, I don't deal with it politically. But I just say, as a believer, mm-hmm. what do you believe? What do you support? Uh, right. Because. I can show you specifically in scripture that abortion is, is not of God. Uh, right. And right. My, life begins at the, at the time of conception. Um, and by the way, um, when you're aborting somebody, uh, a human being, which is, I believe a, a fetus is a human being, uh, you're sacrificing that kid, which if you go back to the old Testament, that's Ba worship, Baal worship. That's mm-hmm. what they did. They sacrificed children. Uh, mm-hmm. So I say, eh, I don't think so. Anyway, she she's pro-abortion. Um, so <laughs> uh, uh, I was reading about this, and first of all, I just find it you know I found it interesting her definition of a woman. I can't do it, and so the comment came. Um, well, if you can't def- <laughs> if you can't define a woman. Then, how could you say a woman can have an abortion?
2: <laughs> Interesting. Okay. <You> know, <laughs> yeah, I imagine uh, there's a lot of memes that have probably it, already come out on it, this. It, right? was just,
1: it was just kind of a funny
0: <laughs> uh,
1: statement uh, about it. Uh, this is back in the, uh, Linda and I, uh, when we moved to Colorado originally back in the early 80s. And it was a very family friendly, uh, pleasant, Know, actually a culturally positive place but they had a uh, uh, they had a uh, this great uh old theater where they would bring uh, people to debate mm-hmm. um, and it was always interesting to me you know to, to see different positions and it was I always knew it was a little bit of an act anyway but it was always fun to, to see it well right. uh Lynn and I attended uh, uh, G Gordon liddy he's the guy that, that did the watergate break-in uh-huh. Went to jail, and now he's out of jail, and he's he he's, he was doing, and he was very very conservative. And uh, Timothy Leary, who was the drug guy, LSD, uh, mm-hmm. and was you know promoting um, you know the the uh, uh, different agendas about you know drugs and LSD, and it's okay, and uh, and he was actually a doctor, and uh, that was a pediatrician, so okay. he he saw kids. And he would promote it, you know, seeing kids. So anyway, so they, they, the format was um, one person would speak for 20 minutes. The other one would have five minutes to rebut him. And then he'd have a final comment. Um, So Timothy Leary, and we're there physically, so we get to see him. So he physically stands up and he says, goes on for 20 minutes
0: Mm -hmm.
1: about abortion. The right of a mother to have an abortion, the right of a mother to have an abortion. And he he just spoke for 20 minutes over and over and over again. The mother has a right to determine her own uh, outcome, and she has a right to have an abortion. So uh, Liddy stands up. So she sits down. Liddy stands up. He says, I just have one thing to say. I don't see how you can call anybody that has an abortion a mother.
2: I remember you sharing that story before. Right. Uh,
1: and it was, it was, well, that's kind of clever. You know, that's uh, pretty mm-hmm. clever. Uh, so uh, I really, I really get uh, uh, just kind of tickled by all the stuff that's going on, you know, with the chaos uh, and how that looks and uh, we're in the middle of it. And, and we, we can't imagine the degradation mm-hmm. of the culture and how this has impacted, you know, Christians and kids and, uh, the pressure that they have with it. But, um, uh, we're going to see more and more and more of this as we go forward, but it, it shouldn't surprise us. You know, this is the world's right. been wicked. And, uh, again, if we went back in history, we would see wicked stuff all the time.
2: Right.
1: So we, we just shouldn't be surprised by it. Uh, but one of the topics as we talk about end times, we kind of finished the overview of it, but we're going to go back now and do specific things. One of the things that came up was, um, What is this Gog and Magog stuff?
2: (laughs) Um, Yeah, and that's a question I would like to know because I've heard it thrown around a lot and I do not have a knowledge base for it. So I'm excited to hear your wisdom on this.
1: Yeah, Um, so um, it's mentioned in scripture uh, Mm -hmm. and it is kind of confusing uh, and uh, there's different possibilities. So we're gonna try to unpack that a little bit today. So uh, first of all, Let's go to Revelation chapter 20 uh, and read verses uh, 7 through 10. Uh, Now remember, uh, this is uh, Revelation 20 describes the uh, millennium or the thousand years after uh, Christ has returned uh, and eliminated the false prophet, the Antichrist, Satan's been locked up um, and he lives on earth repopulating the earth with the Israel, uh, the Jews that are now believers, we who are raptured as well as martyrs come back and we're physically living with him in our translated bodies. Uh, So that's the millennium. So this this describes something that happens at the end of the millennium, verses seven through 10.
2: Now, when the thousand years have expired, Satan will be released from his prison and will go out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth. Gog and Magog to gather them together to battle whose number is as the sand of the sea. They went up on the breath of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints and the beloved city and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. The devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever.
1: Okay. So at the very end of the millennium,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: um, and the very, very end of time, because then there's the, uh, the judgment, mm-hmm. and then the creation, the destruction of heaven and earth, and a, and a creation of a new heaven and earth in, in chapter 21. Uh, so this is at the very, very, very end, right before everything is destroyed. Uh, and there's another battle. Uh, okay. And, and it says that Satan is released, gather who he wills, he gets people to join together. And again, interesting enough to come against Israel um, and the believers. Um, and it said they gather them from the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog.
2: Okay.
1: Um, and then there's a battle. Okay, so here's, the, here's this mention, Gog and Magog, and it's the battle at the very end. Okay, so, so just hold that for the minute. And we'll come back. Okay. Um, we know that, um, uh, well, let's go back to uh, Ezekiel. Uh, now, and he he talks about this uh, in de- great detail. Uh, Ezekiel thirty-eight. Uh, start with verse one, and uh, and go all the way down to um, seventeen. Uh, okay. Ezekiel one, se- uh, one uh, excuse me thirty-eight, one to seventeen.
2: Sure. Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, "Son of man, set your face against Gog, of the land of Magog, the prince of Rosh Meshash." I don't know how to say all these Mishesh. and tubal yep. <laughs> and tubal and prophesy against him and say, thus says the Lord God, behold, I am against you. O Gog, the prince of Rosh and Mishash and tubal tubal. Yeah. tubal. Okay. I will turn you around, put hooks into your jaws and lead you out with all your army horses and horsemen, all splendidly clothed, a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya are with them, all of them with shield and helmet. Gomer and all its troops and the house of Togarma from the far north and all of its troops, many people are with you. Prepare yourself and be ready, you and all your companies that are gathered about you, and be a guard for them. After many days, you'll be visited. In the latter years, you will come into the land of those brought back from the sword and gathered from many people on the mountains of Israel, which had long been desolate. They were brought out of the nations, and now all of them dwell safely. You will ascend, coming like a storm, covering the land like a cloud, you and all your troops and many peoples with you. Thus says the Lord God, on that day it shall come to pass that thoughts will arise in your mind, and you will make an evil plan you will say i will go up against a land of unwalled villages i will go to a peaceful people who dwell safely all of them dwelling without walls and having neither bars nor gates to take plunder and to take booty to stretch out your hand against the waste places that are again inhabited and against a people gathered from the nations who have acquired livestock and goods who dwell in the midst of the land sheba dedan and the merchants of tarshish and all their young lions will say to you Have you come to take plunder? Have you gathered your army to take booty, to carry away silver and gold, to take away livestock and goods and take great plunder? Therefore, son of man, prophesy and say to Gog, thus says the Lord God, on that day when my people Israel dwell safely, will you not know it? Then you will come from your place out of the far north, you and many peoples with you, all of them riding on horses, a great company and a mighty army. You will come up against my people, Israel, like a cloud to cover the land. It will be in the latter days that I will bring you against my land so that the nations may know me when I am hallowed in you, O God, before their eyes. Thus says the Lord God, are you, he of whom I have spoken in the former days by my servants, the prophets of Israel, who prophesied for years in those days that I would bring you against them?
1: Okay. <clears throat> so um, he introduces uh, Gog and Magog. Um, hmm and uh, uh and he says you know uh, I'm going to speak to it um a couple things here is that um first of all Gog the word Gog is really uh, ruler head and okay. he, actually, he actually says it. it is the prince of Rosh uh Meshesh and Tubal um okay. so when he's talking about Gog
2: mm-hmm. he's
1: really now talking about leadership uh, and May- Magog is really the geography or the area. So Gog is okay. the leader.
2: And Magog, Mag- Magog is the geographical is area. The geographic area. Okay. Uh,
1: and here, um, he says he's the prince of uh, Rosh and, uh, and Meshach and Tubal.
2: What does that mean?
1: Those are These are places north of Israel. Okay. And, and Rosh... Interesting enough, the place of Roche is Russia.
2: Oh, interesting. So it's right there saying it's, Russia. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: it's, okay. uh, uh, it's hmm. uh, Because that's the land uh, that Russia took over, Meshach and Tubal, our okay. area our areas north. And the leader, uh, he's talking about the reader, leader of Russia. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, then he says in verse five.
2: So let me clarify real quick there. That is not conjecture and... That is actually geographically, if we looked at that historically, that is what it's saying.
1: Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no uh, doubt about that. Um, Okay. uh, And then uh, verse five, Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya are with them. All Mm -hmm. of them with shield and helmet. Persia is Iran. Okay. Uh, And then Ethiopia and Libya are are the, uh, the Northern uh, uh, Muslim places of uh, of, uh, uh, Africa. Okay. Uh, So they join with them. So it's it's the the ones in the north, which would be the leader of Russia and uh, the nations uh, around that, uh, which by the way could could be expanding because that's what uh, Putin is trying to do and expand again. Right. Go back to you know taking over Ukraine and other other nations to uh, expand Russia per se, um, and then Iran uh, joins them. Uh, okay. Well. A couple interesting things, Um, as we know that um, the United States has been sanctioning uh, Russia because of their uh, thing, the Ukraine. So uh, they uh, have have basically attempted to shut down funds, flowing of funds to Russia. uh, And they even stopped credit card transactions uh, to Russia. Okay, so what Russia did, and by the way, you can tell this has been in the works, uh, they created their own system. Right. Um, And guess who they lined up with?
2: Yeah, they partnered with China in this, correct? China,
1: uh, with China. Uh, China and Russia have a new oil deal. Mm -hmm. An oil deal was struck with Iran. And by the way, the oil deals have already been struck into Europe, so that's why they can't really come against them because... They get their fuel from, from Russia. Right. Uh in Iran, China and Russia for have formed an alliance.
2: Um,
1: Interesting. So, okay. So it's Gog Magog, uh, China, uh, and Persia or Iran.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and then this is this is really news, uh big, big, big time news. But um, we are U.S. is in, is in, has been an alliance with Saudi Arabia, right? Uh, well, um, our our government has attempted to get Saudi Arabia to come against Russia, right? Well, uh, two things: one, they didn't even they didn't even respond to us at all. Like we're not even talking to you. And guess what? they formed a new alliance with russia really this is big 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 oh, news oh i had
2: not heard this yet okay big big
1: big news saudi arabia has joined with russia who now has iran mm. and russia has been against iran so it's, it's going to be interesting oh that's
2: fascinating to see
1: but the nations of the middle east who are typically muslim who have been against israel uh, saudi arabia has been pro israel
0: Mm-hmm. but
1: they just lined up with Russia uh, and Iran and now China and what they did is something that's that's unbelievable right now uh, when when the world sells oil and fuel they pay in US dollars right well because of what we just did China Russia and now Saudi Arabia and Iran who by the way has most of the oil in the world <laughs> Canada does too, but we we didn't we didn't support the pipeline, so we're not using it. Um, they switched from dollar to uh, China yuan uh, mm-hmm. and and rubles, uh, and so, that's a
2: big deal if the dollar no longer is the main
1: so the main currency the because the world. remember oh, yeah. everything everything goes around what they call petrodollars,
0: mm-hmm. petro
1: pet, petro you know the fuel. Is what everything is kind of geared around, and uh, we we have held those had those transactions. Even Russia has paid them in dollars, right? And, and they've just stopped that. And Saudi Arabia is going to the China and uh, yuan and ruble mm. to pay their fuel costs, which they just linked with Russia. This is this is big, 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 big news. Uh, uh, and so you can see things lining up. And Gog is the leader of Magog, which is Russia. Okay. OK, uh, so uh, that that's that's there and it's true. Uh, and then it says uh, in verse eight, um, well, you're gathering against Israel, who is currently dwelling in safety. Uh, OK, right. uh, go down to verse uh, 13. Have you come to, come to take away the plunder uh, and uh, my people in verse 14 of Israel dwell safely uh, and, uh, they're, they're there without walls and they're enjoying the bounty of life because I've restored them. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, now we won't take the time on this, but we could back up a chapter versus or two chapters in Ezekiel 36 and 37. What does God say? I'm going to restore Israel from when it's been completely ruined and verse chapter 37 is the picture of the dry bones. The dry bones. yeah uh, the valley of the dry bones and the dry bones come back to life and then the, mm-hmm. the, the form uh, of the uh, now the body flesh comes back onto the bones. Well, that happened in 1947 when mm-hmm. Israel, when Israel was now named a nation by the United Nations. Okay. Um, And then in sixty-seven, they won the war against the uh, Islamic attack, right? Um, And they restored the entire land of Canaan, the entire land of Israel, back to its original boundaries. Okay. Um, And it's been reformed up. And guess what? You know? Do you know? You know who's one of the most prosperous nations on the earth? Who is that? Israel. Uh, They've been blessed beyond measure. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're one of the most prosperous nations there are. And they, they are at peace, which they are today. And they have a peaceful uh, mentality with the purpose of living in safety. And they live in safety. Okay. So it says that this war of Gog and Magog, leader of, of Russia, is going to come down from the north and come against it. And it's going to line up with Iran and other Muslim countries. Right. And it it, it appears uh, at the moment, it doesn't look like China necessarily will be part of it, although they're linked with it. Okay. Now uh, read verses 18 uh, through 23.
2: Okay.
1: Verse chapter uh, 38.
2: Okay. And it will come to pass at the same time when God comes against the land of Israel, says the Lord God, that my fury will show in my face for in my jealousy and in the fire of my wrath, I have spoken. Surely in that day there shall be a great earthquake, and in the land of Israel, so that the fish of the sea, the birds of the heaven, the beasts of the field, all creeping things that creep on the earth, and all men who are on the face of the earth shall shake at my presence. The mountains shall be thrown down, and steep places shall fall, and every wall shall fall to the ground. I will call for a sword against Gog throughout all my mountains says the lord god every man's sword will be against his brother and i will bring him to judgment with pestilence and bloodshed i will rain down on him on his troops and on the many peoples who are with him flooding rain great hailstones fire and brimstone thus i will magnify myself and sanctify myself and i will be known in the eyes of many nations they shall know that i am the lord
1: okay so uh he says that uh Uh, I'm going to come against you. You're going to, you're going to come against Israel, but I'm going to come against you. Mm -hmm. Uh, great earthquakes. Um, and I'm going to have a sword come against you, uh, Mm -hmm. and you're going to have trouble. Uh, okay. Uh, go to, uh, chapter 39, then one through, uh, 10.
2: Through 10. Okay. And you son of man prophesy against Gog and say, thus says the Lord God. Behold, I am against you, O Gog, the prince of Rosh, Mishash, and Tubal, and I will turn you around and lead you on, bringing you up from the far north and bring you against the mountains of Israel. Then I will knock the bow out of your left hand and cause the arrows to fall out of your right hand. You shall fall upon the mountains of Israel, you and all your troops and the peoples who are with you. I will give you to the birds of prey for every sort and to the beast of the field to be devoured. You shall fall on the open field, for I have spoken, says the Lord God, and I will send fire on Magog and on those who live in security in the coastlands. Then they shall know that I am the Lord, so I will make my holy name known in the midst of my people Israel, and I will not let them profane my holy name anymore. Then the nations shall know that I am the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. Surely it is coming and it shall be done, says the Lord. This is the day of which I have spoken." Then those who dwell in the cities of Israel will go out and set on fire and burn the weapons, both the shields and bucklers, the bows and arrows, the javelins and spears, and they will make fires for them seven year, with them for seven years. They will not take wood from the field, nor cut down any from the forest because they will make fires with the weapons and they will plunder those who plundered them and pillage those who pillaged them says the Lord.
1: Yeah. So, um, uh, it basically says is that, uh, you know, God's going to come against them. Uh, they're not going to succeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're actually going to be uh, some defeat uh, and God will become the God of Israel. OK, now uh, let's try to put, put this together. Uh, we okay. read we read in Revelation that um, uh, he's going to gather from the four corners of the earth against Gog and Magog right. and, then, and then destroy the earth. So there is no more Israel left at that point uh, because everything is gone. So it doesn't appear that this battle of Gog and Magog is what's referred to in Revelation.
2: Right. Well, in Uh, that, the one in Revelation, if I'm remembering how it was phrased right, it actually, that one's being described after the millennium, at the end of the millennium.
1: At the end of the millennium. Um, Okay. And and so it's at the end of the millennium and it appears that the term Gog and Magog uh, mm-hmm. is expanded to all basically unbelievers, all people that mm. come against God. Because he says, okay. I gather them from the four. It doesn't refer to a place so anymore. at that
2: point, it's not a specific geographical area. Right.
1: Uh, it, it, loo- it, loo- it looks like it's representative
2: okay. of
1: those that are coming against God. And he uses the term Gog and Magog, but I don't think he's talking about a specific place because he said he gathers them from all over the world. Right. Um, And it and then he ends it. By the way, so I don't Mm -hmm. think this battle in Ezekiel thirty-eight is the battle in Revelation. Okay. Uh, Okay. Uh, Now there's other possibilities. Um, Could it be the battle of Armageddon? Well, remember when? Remember? Do you remember when Armageddon happens?
2: Armageddon is the end of, of the seven-year tribulation, of his right? Tribulation,
1: uh, so yeah. that's the end of the tribulation. Uh, it's possible mm-hmm. uh, because he talks about you know a destruction and there's an army from the north that comes against Israel, uh, an army of two hundred million that is that is destroyed and then they uh, they're judged and they uh, have to bury him, etc. Uh, it's possible that this battle that's described in Ezekiel thirty-eight is the battle of Armageddon um, and it just so happens is led by Russia and, and they're and they're destroyed along with everybody else you know that comes against them uh, so that's one possibility um, uh, it's not it's not for sure but it's it certainly uh, could be the other possibility is that um, because in the battle of Armageddon it's it's a big 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 group of people, not just Gog and Magog, but it's it's everybody in the world coming against Israel. So it's it's likely that it doesn't mean it's it's Gog and Magog in this battle. This battle is a different time. Okay. Uh, now it it says it's going to be in the end, right. so it's during the sequence of the end. And what it could be is is one of two things: it's pre tribulation. And there's an attempt by Russia to come against Israel, along with Iran, uh, and try to eliminate them, but they don't. They're not successful.
2: And if uh, it's pre-trib, that could indeed flow with what we're seeing going on right now.
1: Could it could be the beginning okay. of Russia moving in that direction, ultimately okay. to come against uh, Israel, okay. because because they're aligned with Iran now, Saudi Arabia, and China which all would be easily uh, Israel's Mm -hmm. enemies. Or another possibility is that the tribulation starts and then it happens during the first three and a half years of the tribulation or maybe even into the uh, second three and a half years where they're trying to eliminate Israel um, and then get ready for the battle of Armageddon. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: uh, we we know it's pretty sure it's not the end of the millennium. Could be the could be the end of the tribulation, the Battle of Armageddon, but that describes a bigger effort than just Gog and Magog. So okay. it, it appears it's likely an attempt pre-tribulation or during the tribulation to bring the nations against uh, Israel, but they're not successful. Right. Uh, but they don't stop trying, which then mm-hmm. winds up in the Battle of Armageddon. Okay, so what we would need to watch... Is this, Um, if it's pre-trip, it'll happen, and we'll see it happen. Right. Uh, Or if it's after the tribulation starts, we won't see it until the one-world government has been put in place. So, uh, by the way, it's not—it's not absolute, but it looks like it's—it's a war that occurs, not the Battle of Armageddon, not the—not the end of the millennium sometime pre-trib or during the tribulation. And so what we got to watch for is really interesting. If it happens pre-trib, we'll see it. And it'll, right. be, it'll be Gog and Magog, Russia, Iran. They're gonna come against Israel and it'll be, a, it'll be a real thing that we can observe and they won't succeed. We'll know it. If it's after the tribulation, well, what, what happened? The one world government was put in place. We'll see that first. So, so be thinking of. Let's watch. Uh, see what happens. It's, it's. He said it's at the end. So if if Russia is getting ready to do something here pre trip, mm. and we see it, it's telling us the end is near.
2: Hmm. Oh, uh, fascinating. Okay. Uh,
1: or if we see the one world government come in place, the tribulation has started and the end is near. <laughs> so. Okay. So, uh, The issue worth
2: watching. We've got
0: to be watching this. Watch,
1: watch, watch. Um, Again, because of the way scripture is written, it's not absolute. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's purposeful so that we can't say, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Because if we knew we would act accordingly, well, then therefore I'll do X. He says, no, you got to keep listening to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know,
2: something I heard the other day that I thought was just so. Simple and profound at the same time was, you know, there's so much conjecture about if we are in the end and, you know, what does that look like? And yes, we're called to be watching and paying attention. But the reality is, and when you look at our world right now, the end is here for someone today. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so truly, as we look at that, though, that should spur us on with gospel love and and with sharing the gospel and with teaching people to abide and to hear god's voice that should set fire to our feet that someone's end we we are in the end times for someone right now um and we're getting closer and closer to the whole thing. But right now it is the end times for someone. You look at these poor people in Ukraine right now, and there is an urgency to teach people to go to Jesus's feet. Yes. Period. There is an urgency, you yeah. know, and how do I abide and walk with an in intimacy with my father so that I'm on the right side of this? Yeah. yeah. You know. And, and if you thing. look at
1: the, uh, if you look at the implication is we can observe uh huh. Uh, what's Russia doing? Are they getting ready to mm-hmm. watch? Maybe. By the way, right. if, they, if they do, God says, uh, "I'm kind of showing. Coming. You. I'm yes. kind of showing you, you know, or yeah. one world government comes in place." So that um, the key is that uh, all of us, mm-hmm. uh, because of all the chaotic stuff going on, the changes going on, and the potential right. of it all going on, is. Um, uh, God says I can still deliver the covenant to you personally, which I want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can guide you and lead you individually. You need to come and learn to abide with me, walk with me, and let me uh, gather you into a what's called a remnant community right. that that has a heart to follow. And again, whether we're in the end or not, God says I still want you to be in community.
2: This is a big deal, yeah. With
1: with a group with a group that has a heart to follow me, because it's going to get tricky. Mm-hmm. Uh, business is going to get tricky. Inflation is going to happen. Uh, uh, issues are going to happen that you're going to mm-hmm. need how to handle your business, how to handle your life. I know how to do it. God speaking. And I can get you through it because I can right. do things supernaturally. So we want to encourage everybody that we wanted to kind of give a little bit of description of Gog and Magog so that you at least have a, a little bit of a flavor yeah, for it.
2: No, very helpful. Uh, yeah,
1: And uh, start to see the perspective on it. Um, and then, um, uh, the scriptures, I think, are very descriptive. But at the same time, it's not absolute. What, it, what does it actually mean? All we can do is say, well, it looks like this possibility of this, and then let's watch for it. Um, so we encourage you to be encouraged. Uh, don't get discouraged at all, but rather uh, be watching. And let's see together what all this means. And we'll keep bringing different different things up on good time, End Times Fridays. Uh, to get us into deeper thought about it and uh, enjoy it. And if you got questions, send them along and we'll we'll go explore them with you. And we'd love to do that. So Kathy, we'll have a great weekend. uh, We'll see you next week.
2: Thank you. You too. Have a great weekend, everyone. Yeah.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos